Hello everyone, I'm Mr. Frisco. Welcome to my real estate podcast. Let's embark on this exciting journey together. Today on my podcast, Frisco Housing Market Insight, we'll talk about how important HR is with my guest, John Payne, uh, with um, Insperity. And you will find out why everyone is talking about Frisco. Meet Mr. Frisco, a realtor selling residential real estate in Frisco and far north Dallas. As a former professional athlete, track and field, and strength and conditioning coach, Mr. Frisco immigrated to the USA 20 years ago with $50 in his pocket, a suitcase, and zero English to pursue the American dream and build a successful real estate business. Hardworking, persistent, customer service, and detail-oriented, Mr. Frisco strives to secure a smooth closing on his client's biggest investment, their home. He puts his experience and knowledge to serve his clients the best way possible. Building his business by referral allows him to maintain relationships with his clients and serve them even after the transaction is closed. This is Frisco Realty News with Mr. Frisco. So let's start with some insights about the Frisco housing market. In Frisco's real estate market this October, you will notice some interesting trends. Home prices are going up, which is great news for if you're a seller, but uh, buyers should be prepared for a competitive market. However, with the challenge uh, in uh, buying a home Frisco, there are some unique factors at play. So it's important to say informed uh, to stay informed to make uh, the best real estate decision so home prices in frisco on the rise uh, in october the typical home in frisco had a median price of $680,000 a 13.3% increase compared to the last year and moreover just within a month from september to october there was there has been a 1.9% rise in home prices. This suggests that the real estate market in Frisco is expecting significant growth, which can benefit sellers, but may, uh, may require buyers to budget accordingly. Choosing from uh, <clears throat> fewer homes is an issue for the buyers. Currently, there are only 326 houses available for sale, which is 16.4% fewer than the number available last year. Additionally, this figure has decreased by 5.2% in just one month from September to October. This limited inventory of homes suggests a competitive market where buyers may need help finding the right property. Slower sales and stronger price. Uh, that's a paradigm shift. We have seen 139 homes sold in October, a 12.6% decrease compared to the number of homes sold last year. Moreover, sales have slowed down by 16.3% since, since September. Uh, despite the decline in uh, sales, home prices in the area have continued to rise just because of the low inventory. Home stocking uh, are taking a longer to sell uh, lately. Uh, sellers uh, <clears throat> selling houses is uh, taking a bit more time uh, these days. On average, uh, homes are on the market for 22 days, which is one day longer than September and. It is but longer than the last year when the um, median 
uh, days on the market was like a four days. Uh, that uh, this means that uh, homes are staying available for buyers for a little longer uh, than before, and they have more time to think and choose. Uh, the pending sales um, are uh, still going down. Um, there is a noticeable drop in homes uh, waiting uh, to be sold. Pending sales are down 21% from last year and have decreased by 31.9% since September, hinting at a market uh, a market slowdown. It's a stewards uh, market. Um, we just uh, a little bit over two months of inventory on the market. It's still a good time for sellers, even though the supply is slightly lower than the last year and last month. This snapshot gives you a sense of the current trends in Frisco's housing market. Keep these insights in mind whether you buy or selling it this month. So it's time now for my guest, John Payne with Insperity, a company that offers HR solutions. Hi, John. Thanks for thanks for attending my podcast. My uh, pleasure. Great to have you. Thanks for uh, taking time. Uh, I know that your time is valuable, so I appreciate it. But I believe that people would like to know more about um, HR business and uh, what's the What's important for the companies to have an HR involved in in the uh, organization? Um, first, how how did you get in on that in this business? What made you choose HR? Well, I'd been I'd been in the HR space for pretty much my entire career. Been selling into it from whether it be um, applicant tracking systems, compliance screening, uh, background screening, and things like that. And Insperity came along, and it was an opportunity to kind of bring all of that experience and knowledge together to an industry leader. And that was a pretty compelling opportunity. And that was about three and a half years ago. And it's been a uh, it's been a fun journey so forth and so far, and just looking uh, looking to finish it out. All right. Well, um, why Insperity? What what attracted you in this company? Well, it's a it's a company that really is targeting small businesses. And small businesses are really the engine of, of our economy. And small businesses have unique challenges that Insperity has a, a very nice tool set to provide them. And the Insperity kind of creed is... Um, we help businesses succeed so that communities can prosper with the idea being that if you can help the, the small businesses and give them the opportunity to compete with some of the larger companies from a resource standpoint and from an asset standpoint, um, those small businesses can thrive and consequently, then the communities that they are within will do better. 
And that was a pretty compelling idea. And then the tool set that they bring to these small companies is a very, very good one that they need. And it's one that they don't, they don't really like to deal with. So it's a good, it's a good fit for those small businesses. What does uh, exactly uh, Insperity offer for these small businesses? Uh, but small businesses, the backbone of the economy. Correct. Uh, and, uh, and the middle class. Correct. And uh, lately, especially, they struggle. Uh, what exactly uh, Insperity offers for them? Like a, because not many people are very familiar with HR. Correct. So. And, and nobody goes into business to run an HR department. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's the last thing anybody does. So what happens is a, a small business owner goes into business for himself because he's got a passion for something, okay, building widgets, plumbing, electrical, or, or whatnot. He's got a passion for that. And after a while, he has a degree of success and finds that he's now dealing with, you know, 10 or 15 employees And with the more employees you have, the more um, problems that get presented to you. And Insperity brings a tool set that allows that small business owner to not have to focus on um, the HR side of the business. They can concentrate on what they do well and turn over the compliance and all of the, the HR issues that come along with that to us so that we can take on that burden and share in those liabilities. And when I say share in the liabilities, we actually do share in their liabilities. Um, we'll, we'll share in the workers' comp, the unemployment. So if somebody files a workers' compensation claim, they typically will file it against us. And we take the responsibility of running all that down and shielding the employee or excuse me the employer from those liabilities so it it really is us stepping in to to help them share some of the liabilities uh, that the small business owner faces and you know we're a fortune i guess not quite a fortune 500 company we're about a six or a six billion dollar company uh, so we've got a lot of you know, resources that we can bring to bear, but it allows the the smaller client of ours to focus on what they do best and not worry about the HR side of things. Okay. Uh, would you please tell the audience more about Insperity? Uh, like, you know, uh, how big you said you are? How, how We're about a $6 billion dollar company. Is it a private company or it's no, it's, public? No, it's a public company. It's We went public. public in 1987, or excuse me, 1997. We were formed in 1986 by a couple of gentlemen working out of their garage. And today they have grown the company to about $6 billion, dollars, taken it public, and the two people who started the company still run the company. So wow. to have somebody have a vision, uh, grow the company, take it public, and then, you know, 20 years later still be uh, running the company, I guess almost 30 years later, still be running the company is, is pretty astounding. 
but they've got a great vision. They've got a great model. Uh, and they've got a great product that is really, you know, growing fairly uh, significantly still. Yeah, with uh, that time on the market uh, and um, the success for that year. So apparently you have a unique culture. Uh, and some HR, you know, I know that HR is one of the part of the, um, fostering and uh, building a culture in a, in a work mm-hmm. uh, space. What's your, what's your part in... Um, in a building um, culture for uh, these small businesses. Because sure. I personally believe that uh, culture in a, in a business is very important to, uh, to lead to the success of a- the company. A- absolutely. Um, every company is going to have a culture. And the culture is either going to be one that you build by design or is there by default. Right? Typically, building it by design is going to be a better result. I mean, you've got companies like Southwest Airlines, Trader Joe's, uh, HEB that have wonderful company cultures. And those types of cultures don't come about just haphazardly. They're, they're intentional. And we will help a company, you know, does, you know, create the culture that they're looking for. And we do this by whenever you sign up with us, you'll get a, uh, a performance management advisor, okay, and that, or excuse me, a performance management specialist. And that person will help you with culture surveys to get an understanding of, you know, what is the culture of that company right now. And, you know, as we're coming out of a pandemic, a lot of companies are having challenges getting people back to work. We'll come in and we'll help them structure policies that will uh, be employee, employer friendly uh, to kind of, you know, mitigate any of the, the problem areas. Um, but we'll be able to, you know, help them identify areas of concern, areas that may be festering just under the surface and you know, need to be addressed. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's one of the ways that we help build a culture Companies don't necessarily need to pay the highest wages to retain their employees. So a lot of companies will use companies like ours as an attraction and retention tool. We'll help you bring in people and retain them. And we do that just by, you know, creating a culture that is environmentally friendly, that people like to go into, um, and you you know it's it's recognition programs it's it's a good time off program or policy there's a there's a variety of things that are involved in creating that uh, that employer of choice type of culture what's the the most common issue small business encounter on HR, on HR side, by your experience. Well, I mean that's a that's a big bucket. Um, you know, a lot of it is training. A lot of it is setting up a, a a type of program so that when somebody comes in, they feel like they've got a career path. Uh, people are looking. People would like to know that they can stay someplace for a while and have some career advancement. And so 
to be able to help a company with a career path for each position, it allows them to attract employees who know that they're coming into a company that has a career path of advancement for them. Uh, so that's one of the big, the big issues. Uh, some of the big issues are, you know, I just don't know how to write a, an employee manual or a policy book. And without a good policy manual, you know, you really, you, you don't deal from a position of strength if you have any employee issues. If you can't point to an employee policy that they're violating, it's very hard. It's to, a part of the culture. Yeah, well. yeah, 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 it's very, very true. Uh, so it's a, it's a big bucket of a lot of little things like that, but those are the types of things that the person who went into business on their own didn't go into business to to do those kinds of things, and that's where we step in and, and can help them. Can you think, can you think of an example um, of something challenging uh, that you had to deal recently um, and how you did it? Yeah, through the insperity, some employment challenging. Yeah, we well, you know, we had a company that was looking to expand and was kind of, they wanted to expand into another state and they weren't quite sure, you know, how do we go about doing that? Uh, how do we go about understanding is the pay that we're paying here in Dallas going to be the same if we went into, you know, somewhere in Oklahoma? And part of the services that we offer is we'll do compensation, salary compensation surveys for you and find out in the market that you're looking to expand into, what is it going to take to pay to be competitive and what are the requirements to open up an office there? And those are the types of things that, um, that we do as part of our service to the customer. So, you know, it was the, the challenge of finding out what do we need to do to be competitive going into a new market? Um, what do we need to do to open the office in the new market? You know, what kind of compliance issues are we, gonna, are we going to face uh, from a regulation standpoint and so forth? And those are the kinds of things that we bring to the table to help them, uh, you know, from, you know, as a small business tries to grow. So we are, um, I actually am done with the questions. Uh, if, is there anything that you think I missed uh, and we would like to talk about? No, you know, I think I, I will say that one of the, the things that were popular, popular about our company is that we, we bring medical benefits to the table as well. And as a small company, the average size company that we deal with is, you know, roughly 25 employees. Okay, we'll go down to four and we'll go up to several thousand. Um, but for the 25 or 30 person company to have good medical benefits at times is very challenging. And as a company, we are able to bring them into our pool of roughly 300,000 And we can provide them with a more stable uh, medical benefit cost. And <clears throat> uh, so what happens a lot is companies will join us because of the benefits that we can bring them. Uh, 
But then they stay with us because they realize all the other things from the HR perspective that we're bringing them. So sometimes they're they're attracted by the the attractive medical benefits, and as we're going through the renewal season right now, companies are being, you know, they're being shocked by some of the renewal rates. Um, so they'll they'll test us through that, but then they realize of all the other services that we're bringing, is why they tend to to renew with us. All right. Well, um, if somebody needs your service, how can they reach you out? Uh, they can reach me at uh, John, J-O-H-N dot Payne, P-A-Y-N-E, at Insperity.com, I-N-S-P-E-R-I-T-Y dot com. All right. Well, thank you, John. It, uh, Victor, thank you. I appreciate this. Have you, and um, for sure our audience is going to enjoy the, yeah, the interview. And I hope so. The information you provided, because there are a lot of small businesses needing help. So, guys, yes, they do. if you need HR help, John is here for you. Thank you. All appreciate right. it thank very you. much. Thank you very much. And now, why everyone is uh, talking about Frisco? It's a city buzzing with energy growth and endless opportunities. Frisco is growing faster than almost any other city in America. And people everywhere are noticing its sparkle. Let's find out why everyone's talking about Frisco and what makes living, working and playing in Frisco so special. Frisco loves businesses and keeps its doors wide open for them. It makes everything easy and welcoming for them. Great uh, leaders are friendly tax system and smart, ready-to-work people make companies shine here. Big names like Keurig, uh, Dr. Pepper, and um, T-Mobile have already chosen Frisco as their home because it's a place where businesses can really grow. In addition, Frisco's prime location in the heart of North Texas and its excellent transportation infrastructure make it an ideal choice for businesses looking to expand their reach. Frisco became a playground for uh, tech and IT businesses. Tech minds find a special home in Frisco. It's a place buzzing with a fresh tech ideas loaded with companies and over uh, and over 200 startups that are ready to change the world. Existing tech companies like uh, Magnify have set up a shop, shop here, um, filling Frisco with innovation and energy. Frisco's the thriving tech community has transformed the city into a hub for cutting-edge technology and a managed for the top talent from all over the world. Frisco became a place where sports spirit shines. Sports fans get ready to cheer. Frisco is the home of famous sports teams like the Dallas Cowboys and the Dallas Stars. And that's not all. The PGA of America has just moved in, making the city even more exciting for sports lovers. Plus, the city's state-of-the-art facilities like the Ford Center, at the Star, and the Dr. Pepper Ballpark make it a popular destination for sports tournaments and events. Frisco turned to a city where there is a room for every dream to grow. 
In Frisco, every business, big or small, finds a place to shine. There's plenty of room, whether you need a fancy office or a cool spot that's ready for anything. Frisco is all about helping everyone find just the right place to succeed. Frisco is more than just a city. It's a lively experience filled with growth, community, and lots of fun. Discover why everyone's talking about Frisco and stay updated by joining us in exciting journey of life in Frisco. Thank you for joining me on this episode. And before we sign off, don't forget to subscribe to my podcast and share it with friends and family who may benefit from the information. Your support means a lot to me. Until next time and happy investing and house hunting.